Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Speaking of Tangents Podcast. Podcast for your ears, still. This week's episode is brought to you by Words. Words, a subscription service that helps you talk better. Words. My vocabulary is now so large I can't put it into words. And I credit Words for all of that. Words. They're good and stuff. I'm Jason. Hi, I'm KJ. And in this episode, Jason and I review our week over a cup of coffee, which includes another installment of Is It QE or Just Me? Plus a whirlwind of other topics. Up next, we'll take a quiz from the resident SOT quiz master, Bob Walsh, as he gives us our own medicine and that we have to listen to quotes from our own episode. Fortunately, it happens to be from our guests and not us. Later, find out if we have a guest when we play Do We Have a Guest? And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that plus several conversational tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. What is up this week? Good is up this week. Nice. I mean, it's a short week. Very for, short week for us. For for us, yes. We're we're recording this earlier than we normally do. Um mm-hmm. because of my schedule. You know, that whole time we were on hiatus, I didn't go on any vacations, but... Of course. <laughs> but now I'm going on a vacation, and and rather than just, you know, go on another vacation this week from the podcast, we decided mm-hmm. we'd do it a little early. We're going to yes. take a quiz, I believe. We're going to take a quiz. Um, sure. But, but what is up this week? Um, good is up. But uh-huh. it, there has not been many days that has passed since the last time we spoke. No, um, let me give you my week in review. All right, go ahead. I'm drinking coffee. That's my week in review. You're, oh, so am I. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. QE. Total QE. <laughs> you know what? That reminds me. I do have something oh, that- Oh, no. Here we go. I do have something <laughs> that I think is actually close. You know, all this other stuff that I say is QE is obviously not QE because mm-hmm. it's more like coincidence. And I play it up because I think the idea of QE is fabulous. Quantum entanglement, for those that don't know. It's a brilliant thing. It is a brilliant thing. Now, this happened over hiatus and um, forgot to bring it up last week. And I know, you know, that I can, you, you probably can't believe that I forgot to bring up QE, but I did. So, <laughs> okay. so a couple weeks ago, or maybe more like a month ago, it doesn't matter. Some time ago, my stepbrother, Tim, Tim, the, you know, the Antarctic, yes. Who's, yes. who's leaving next week for Antarctica. Going back. Going back. Anyway, he was visiting my parents in Iowa. And we have my, the Hall of Famer and I have a recipe for fajitas that my mom really likes. So she was going to make fajitas for them. I, we, this had nothing to do with us, but she asked me for the fajita recipe. Okay, fine. Oh. I gave her the fajita recipe. And then Tim gets there and he brings with him, without any discussion uh, of, with my parents about what they're going to make, he brings with him leftovers from his fridge in Nebraska, fajita fixings. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, and it was perfect for their recipe, and they didn't have to get half the stuff from the grocery store that they thought. It sounds like he likes fajitas, and he knows that you guys like fajitas. Because when you say that, you know, with your with your parents, I'm assuming that that's one of them is his, his parents too, father, correct? Yes, okay, yes, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. They don't. So like, they've he's never, missing in my family, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's no. his family too. <laughs> they've never made those fajitas before oh. ever. Okay. So he doesn't really know that they like fajitas any more than the neighbor down the street might. Well, I mean, who doesn't like fajitas? Come on. True, but this is yeah. totally QE. It is totally coincidence, but yes, I agree. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah. I'm never going to get a, Q- a true <laughs> QE. That one's close, though, because him being a research scientist that, you know, works with quantum things and that's particles. Right. Yes. And ghost particles, like detecting them. Neutrinos. I mean, yes, that's close. <laughs> okay, thank very you very much. Uh, the only other thing that happened here this week you is it credit. snowed. Oh, yeah. I saw the uh, video, the short video you posted on Twitter about that. Yes. And then I'm getting pushback from people on Twitter. Well, it's yeah. Minnesota. You live what in do Minnesota. you expect? That's exactly what I thought of the first time I no, saw it. No, no. Because you only, most people, they, you know, we live in our own little areas and we know what the weather's like there. So right. everybody thinks that it snows in, Min- that doesn't live here, that it snows in Minnesota 12 months of the year. No. It I, can but I do think it snow snows in Minnesota. from October through March, basically. <laughs> yes, but it okay. usually does not snow here until early November. Oh, uh, okay. And so when it comes on October 12th, we are not happy here. This is not normal. <laughs> we have so, lost spring and fall, by the way, not to get too serious into this, but this. You're right. This, we have. Let me see. This. Not, what's another word for this? Meteorolo- meteorological outlook adjustment that we've had happening in the last, you know, 50 years since we've decided to, you know, not curb any sort of pollution um, and how we treat the the environment. (laughs) Give me that term again, meteorological outlook. I don't remember what I said. Okay. So basically um, the people that don't use the term global warming or Or climate climate change. change. Okay. Got it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, maybe get past that wall of dumb in order to get to get some actual information into their heads. Okay, got it. I mean, it. None, of the, none of those people listen to this, so what am I saying? But <laughs> we, it's yeah. like we have, we have eliminated, we have shrank, shrunk, shrink, we shrink. We, we be shrinking spring. Honey, I and, shrunk the seasons. Yes, really. Spring and fall have started to evaporate because we're going to more extremes. It's either summer, because like here, it was literally 90 degrees before the the remnants of the hurricane, the storm, uh, mm-hmm. Michael, that came through. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we're, we're, we're far away from the coast in Atlanta. But yes. we still had a ton of rain, like an entire day of like just downpour. I mean, and, and we didn't get any flooding where I live directly. And I know that there's been devastation everywhere. So I am, I am thankful for that we, you know, didn't. It could have been way worse for us, and it was way worse for other people. So I... It's just the fact that the seasons have gone from it's summer to it's winter almost up here. It mm-hmm. went from 90 degrees to, what, 50 in mm. one day? Yeah. So, and it's probably going to be 80 again, you know, next week. Yes, and then that's that the same thing that's through, happening yeah. here. I mean, we were getting color changes on the leaves, and then all of a sudden the snow came, and yep. many of the leaves fell down. And yep. now, the next morning, the snow was all melted. And, yeah. and, and now it's supposed to be 50, 60 degrees, which is the normal temperature this time of year. So it's just too many 
you know, this is a lot of drastic swings back and forth, and you can't yes. count on the seasons like you mm-hmm. normally could count on the seasons. Spring and fall are probably my two. I like all the seasons. I like all the seasons in their right, you know, amount, the right time frame and everything. Yes. But spring and fall are usually my two favorites because they're less extreme. And exactly. now those have basically all but vanished where I live. Well, here too. But it well, the, the, the snowstorm here was like an inch and a half. It was just the timing of the snowstorm that was like, yeah. no, it wasn't in the forecast. We woke up and saw it and we're like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> so anyway, yes, needless to say, you know, that that snow was nothing compared to what the people, like you're talking about, this, the hurricane, of course. Yeah. And you want to know what's worse than climate change? <laughs> what? What? What's worse than climate change? The fact that Apple has decided instead of fixing iTunes, where you can transfer information freely back from your iPhone to, to iTunes and stuff like that, uh-huh. they came up with this iMazing. So I-mazing? calling it that and releasing the product instead of fixing the product that's already intended to do this is, is the worst thing that I've heard this week. What is- worse than climate change. <laughs> <laughs> what is iMazing? Okay, wait a minute. What what kind of... I just read something about it this morning and I was like, okay, I'm done with iPhones. I'm getting... Because I got to get a phone this week. Oh. Because mine hasn't been really charging for about six months now and I've been having to hold the cable in there and turn it just right to get like 20% of battery added to it so I can last the day. Oh, yeah. That's no yeah. good. Yeah, no. it's 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 It was time months ago, but now definitely... I was like, I got to do it this week, and now this thing has pushed me over the top to leave. Because I was considering Android, and this is the last straw. This is, I got to go Android now. I, uh, just because I of the mark, amazing, you don't like the amazing term. I don't like the name of it, yeah. and I also don't like that it's cutesy, and it is intended to do what iTunes should be doing in the first place if they would fix it. And just well, open it up where you can transfer information back and forth between your computer and the phone in it much easier. I mean, I know there's AirDrop and all that stuff, but I don't have a Mac desktop. AirDrop doesn't. I have a Mac. I have a Mac mm-hmm. laptop, which is kind of like yeah, a desktop, I mean, yeah. right? Laptop desk. Yeah, computer it, basically. Yeah. AirDrop has never worked for me on this thing for iTunes. See, so yeah, it it it's it's iTunes is so bad in terms of how it actually is implemented on the user end. It's great in what it has done for music and streaming stuff and all this stuff, making a store. And their store is much more um, organized than any Android thing I've ever seen. I mean, the Amazon app store is a disaster. Just don't, just oh, don't yeah. even bother. Um, so, But I don't use oh, a lot of the Amazon of like extra, app store. I thought yeah, you said terrible. the iTunes. Apple no, store. the iTunes one is getting worse, but it's still... Leaps and bounds better than any other Android or any other like app store that I've seen. That I've when you used. say Amazon app store, are you meaning Google Play or is there something else? No, is there Amazon, an Amazon has its app? own. Yeah, they oh. had no. They have its own. It has its own like um, curated set within like Google. You can go like if you have an um, what are they called Kindles like the Kindle Fires, the ones that yeah. are. And I, I guess does Amazon have a phone anymore? Did they have a phone at some point? Oh, well, no, I get Amazon and and Google mixed up. Right. And Amazon stuff is Android and you can use Google. You can use the Google store and your Amazon, Amazon devices. If you unlock them, they don't recommend doing that because they want you, they want you locked into their ecosystem. So Amazon has its own like separated curated thing. It's still so bad that I cannot believe it. I can't let my kids go on there because there's, there is literal like fake 
apps on there that you pay money for that do nothing that are named very similarly and look like the icons look like other things that are useful and good and get rated high. Oh, no. It's insane. So they don't have anybody policing this. It seems like it's just the Wild West. It's <laughs> terrible. It's okay. terrible. I mean, the iTunes one is, is trending that direction as we just get more and more and more. That stuff gets bloated and it's hard. I know it's hard to probably curate some of that stuff. Amazon, it's like they didn't even try from the very beginning. They were just like, yeah, here's a bunch of stuff. Do whatever. <laughs> Anybody can throw anything. Like, I feel like I could go and be like, I want to put an app on here and I want to charge $500 for it. And I want to name it something that makes it sound like exact, like change like an O to a zero in the name and make it the exact same thing as something popular and try to make money off of it and put ads in it before people realize it. So yeah. I get my, you know, million dollars a day or whatever some of these things generate. But That's yeah, crazy. and it, it is, it's terrible, but I'm amazing. Come on. Yeah, that's, Come on. that's, um, that, that falls right in your wheelhouse of things that you'll never buy. <laughs> yes. Or. Not only for the name, but the fact that they're trying to do a separate application to do what the other one should be doing in the first place. Yeah. If they would spend yeah. 10 minutes and fix it. It is a they major They could easily pain. do it. It's a major pain to transfer items from your desktop to <laughs> yes. your phone. Yes, imagine trying to do that with uh, with a PC and not a Mac, not a Mac laptop or a Mac desktop. Yeah, that it's worse. Yeah, I I imagine it would be. Yeah, it's just come on. It's so difficult that I never do it unless I'm absolutely forced to do it for some reason. It's like they don't want you to do it, which is dumb. (laughs) I agree. So I guess I'm getting an Android phone. I guess I'm getting a Samsung, you know, Milky Way or whatever it's called. I, if it's called, I don't know, Milky Way to me is a candy bar. <laughs> don't call a, your phone a Milky Way. It's a Galaxy, I think. Oh, a Galaxy. galaxy. Yes, that's yeah. right. The Samsung Andromeda. <laughs> okay. They, they probably have something named that now that I say that. And it's probably going to catch on fire and burn, you know, my face off. That's but, right. You know. You're getting a Samsung product. You should have learned from my, dry, my washer situation. Well, I, I'm not 100% getting a Samsung product. I was going to get a Google phone, but then I realized AT&T doesn't sell them, even though they support oh, they them don't? and you can go in the store later. No, you have to buy them from Google. I, I don't know if that's an AT&T thing or a Google thing, but you cannot buy a Google, like a Pixel phone at, because that's what I was going to get. I was going to try it. You can't get it at the AT&T stores, not, certainly not around here that I've looked up, and it their website doesn't allow you to buy it online. So I'm assuming you have to buy the phone and then you go to AT&T and get the service oh, set up. Yeah. On, which the, AT&T is just right there with Apple in terms of just, I, it's just, I begrudgingly give them money every month. That's to what get I've heard service. about AT&T. AT&T. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's probably some app out there in the there app store. There probably is. AT&T, uh, or it's certainly in the, in the you know, Amazon store. The, AT&T. But the, the Google phone is available for Verizon, who's my provider. Yeah. Um, and it intrigues me. And I almost pulled the trigger cool. before I got the, the, I think I have an iPhone 7 maybe, before yeah, I upgraded that phone. But the reason that I don't, which is probably what Apple wants, is it's so, I'm, I've got so many apps from iTunes yes. that uh, I don't want to start over. So I just that keep going with 100% Apple. 100% what they do. Yes. They lock you into their ecosystem. That's what Amazon yes. tries to do with their devices too. And I was like, nope, I'm never buying a Kindle or a Kindle Fire again because I bought like, because they're so cheap. And the reason, I mean, I bet they're probably selling these things at near loss or no profit. These Kindles, the devices yeah. Are so, yeah, because yeah. They, they're hoping to lock you into their ecosystem because then it's easy to just buy movies and buy video games and buy apps through that. And that's how they're making their money. 
I'm See, assuming. I've never understood the Kindle because I can get the Kindle app on my iPad just as right. easily. So that's what I do. Well, just the Kindle itself is pretty good because I've seen people that have them and they do have better like contrast ratios and stuff for that's trying to true. read. Yes. It, it, you can make it look more like a book. Yes, that's true. It has true. lots we, of options. It has, has some extra stuff. We but all like chipped the, in once for Mama's Christmas present and got her yeah. a, a, just an original Kindle. And, and you're right. It do, it's easier to read. There's not as much glare and that kind right. of thing. Yeah. It's, it does good for that. But, but the Fire, are there tablets that are sort of like iPhone, yes, I, yeah. iPad kind of things? And they're super good for kids because you can buy them for like sometimes like 20% of the price of an iPad or an iPhone. Oh, and yeah. They're cheaper. They're, yeah. And they have good kid like parent, you know, parental controls built into them. So you throw the, I mean, in, in, basically, if I give it to my kid, if it lasts six months, I'm like, hey, I got my money out of it. Because okay. <laughs> if I gave yeah. them an iPad and they broke it in five minutes, that's 400 bucks yes, gone. Yes, exactly. Minimum. But yeah, I mean, honestly, both my kids have iPads now because it's, they got them as Christmas presents from, you know, my parents. So I was like, knock yourself out. Nice. That's, they're Very much nice. easier. They're much easier to use. They're much easier to set up. I will say that for Apple stuff. It's much easier to get going with it and their store is way better mm-hmm. but if you have to transfer like with phones transferring stuff back and forth because i do that a lot because i used to like doing music stuff a lot if i am if i need to go listen to this somewhere else or i need to send somebody something um onto their device i would have to burn a cd to like to play in the car or i'd have to burn a cd to yes. hand somebody say hey check these mixes and okay. that's a pain yeah. oh, and yeah. nobody's nobody does it anymore so i just transfer everything to my phone and go listen to it that way and yeah. then i can plug my phone into any in any speaker system, any stereo system, any car, any vehicle, any of that, and get that going. So that saves me time. But now it is such a freaking pain with iTunes. It's just like they make it more difficult every time they update it instead of making it better. And so I got to get away because I am not down. Oh, by the way, iAmazing costs like 20 bucks. Oh, for the app. so they don't, they don't <laughs> even have even it a free, free app. No, oh not according gosh. to this article I read this morning. $20 to do something that iTunes should already do, and you have to have something on your phone or your computer called iAmazing. Yes. Get yes, out that, of here. That is the downfall of having it, having a bad name. You have to admit that you have this bad name device on your phone or app well, I'd or have to, Yeah, and I'd have to see it every time I try to <laughs> yes, use it, which is multiple exactly. times a day I transfer, try to transfer stuff back and forth. Uh-huh. So I just Android is just the way that I need to go and at least try it. And I'm sure it's probably terrible. They probably have something you know, for Android. It's probably called Amazing. Maybe. I'm sure that exists. Maybe. And you know what? A lot of people have Androids and a lot of people like their Androids. Yeah. Well, most people with Android look down and laugh at people who have iPhones. Yeah. Yep. Most people that I've run into, you know. And a lot of people that have iPhones punks. laugh at everybody else. <laughs> yeah, of course. My stuff's it's, better. It's the, it's the, you know, brand wars. Yes. So now it's, we're... It's, we're setting ourselves up for what the future will be, which is... Warring corporations fighting against each other. There's no government. There's no world. You know, it's a world government. All that is out of the way. You know, I'm afraid hundreds of years from now. But it'd be corporate. It's it's eight. You're gonna be. You're gonna be. I. You know. I stick with AT and T, or I'm with Apple, or I'm with you know, whoever. Yeah. General Electric. Well, I I fear that it's not gonna be hundreds of years away. (laughs) It's the Deus Ex. You know, future wars. (laughs) Yeah. It's, It's Blade Runner come to life. And now we're 18 and a half minutes in with a week that nothing happened. And of basically, course. this was all just one first world problem, right? I'm complaining about snow when there's hurricanes. You're complaining about Android versus um, ups, or, um, iTunes amazing. 
and yeah, I may when think, some people don't even have electricity right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. So why don't we just move from here to take a quiz? Sounds like nonsense. <laughs> yes, it does. This is a song with words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should end what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you. It's a quiz. What do we know? Well, yes, we do have a quiz, as we mentioned before. Um, I guess this is technically quiz number 15 from our quiz master, Bob Walsh. Mm-hmm. We haven't taken numbers 12 through 14 yet, but... <laughs> Wait a minute. That's right. We're, we're skipping ahead. Well, I mean, everything is, you know, negotiable. That's right. Well, Bob suggested that we might want to do this quiz, number 15, um, be, for this particular episode, this episode okay. today, because it's a special episode, he, he said. Um, if he says so. If he says so, yeah. I don't know. Is it special? Maybe, maybe because we're recording it early in the week? Wait a minute. Are you... Are you intimating that all of our episodes are not special? I'm, Aren't I'm all of our maybe, episodes special? Maybe Bob is. All of our no. episodes are special, yes. Agree to disagree, Bob. <laughs> so Bob wrote this quiz a while back. I think he said he wrote it around Labor Day. Okay. So I, I'm going to read. Oh, so it's been a while. Yeah, I'm going to read in Bob. So did he write these well, out of order? We've been on or hiatus. We just that far, oh, yeah, that's true. What's that? So did he write these out of order, or is just no, we have... no, he did not write them out of order. Okay, um, he just suggested that this particular episode might do well with this quiz number fifteen. So we're skipping ahead. Works for me. Okay, so I'm going to read in his own writing right now about what he how he describes this quiz. <laughs> I don't know why, but that reminded me of. I'm going to read in his own writing, reminded me of. <laughs> you made me bleed my own blood. <laughs> I don't know why that reminded you of that. I don't either, but that sounded... <laughs> I'm going to read this in your own right. <laughs> okay, so here's what Bob wrote, and I not in blood, okay? This quiz is a familiar mm. format. Are you... Are you you're, gr- you're grumbling back over there? No, no I'm good. Let's oh, go. Okay. This quiz is a familiar format. Identify the speaker of the quotations given below. Bonus points if you know the missing word. Oh, okay. So it's fill in the blank, but we have the main thing is to get the person. Get who the said person. It. And he said the twist okay. is that these quotations are called from ten. Do we have a guest interviews Ooh. which have aired on the SOT podcast? Nice. So he's taken SOT stands for what? Well, we'll get to that in feedback later. Um, okay, sure. I think it's he's referring to this podcast. I I think I hope so. Oh, okay, sure. Because if yeah. if he's giving us quizzes, questions about prior guests, I just like to stay say right now. If I get these wrong, it's not because I didn't listen to those guests. It's just because I have a poor memory now. <laughs> I'm going to absolutely say because I wasn't paying attention. Oh, okay. I'm and going he, with that. I don't even pay attention to what I say. And he wrote. Um, he he wrote basic basically that he, during yeah labor. He said it's been a labor of love. He wrote it the weekend before Labor Day weekend when the TK show was off. We were off at the movies with Arch and Ann was off. And he said he took he took up this task in earnest. It has been a blast for me to do, and I hope that you'll enjoy it. Excellent. Everything he's done for us has been interesting and cool and great. So I'm looking forward to getting about two of these. <laughs> I'm hoping I get I'm hoping I nail this quiz because 
this is something I should know since we've I've actually lived this not too long ago. I hope. <laughs> these these aren't you know movie questions that a movie that I saw once in 1982 that I never saw again. I'm supposed to recall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so remember, name the speaker. Bonus points for the blank. Sure. Number one. Number one. So I ended up paying my friend to have sex. So I don't what? know if that's any form of prostitution because it was a blank. I know who said this. I absolutely know who said this. Yes. Uh, Robert Berg say, said yes, this. Yes, Rob Berg, and because it was a bet, bet or a wager. Bet or uh, yeah. Rob would use the word wager is the reason I'm leaning towards that, but he might say he he it. I would say bet, but I. I'm gonna say bet, and okay. it's it's definitely Robert or Rob Berg. Yeah, we're in the ballpark there. Yes. Uh, okay, number two. I always said I don't want to be rich and famous. I want to be rich and blank. I don't need the adulation. Um. Did David Aldridge say this? I think this was Super G, Mr. Gary Braun, oh. that said this. Okay. Um, um, and what's the fill in the blank? I remember, you'd think it would be rich and infamous, but I don't think that's what he said. I think it was more he like rich and unknown or rich and invisible. Basically, I think you're on the right track. He, yeah. wanted, he doesn't want anybody to know him, but he wants the money. Yes. But it could have been infamous, but I think it was something else. I'm going to say that because I really don't know. But it is Gary Braun. I, I think cool. it's Gary Braun. I have no idea. I'm just guessing. These are, I have no idea about this stuff. Number three. I'm not kidding when I say I don't pay attention. <laughs> well, you, I think David Aldridge was a good guess. And maybe <laughs> yes, you're I right. I paid attention to everybody. I'm, I am joking. I, maybe you're right. Maybe it was G- G- David Aldridge, but I think it was I David don't remember Braun. this kind of stuff, though. You, you want to talk about you know a random movie that I didn't see from 1985? I got you. You want to talk about something that somebody I was actually listening to said to me? Nope. <laughs> okay. My brain does not work that way. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're not listening. It means your brain does not work that way. Correct. Number three, I do believe that it's blank to every living being to be madly in love with something at every age in your life. Oh, I think I know this one. Is this Liz? Liz. That's my guess. Liz Clark. Okay. I do believe that it's... Important? Crucial, necessary. Yeah, one of those words. Something. Get your thesaurus out and look up synonyms for that. Yeah, I think. Um, okay, so we're guessing Liz Clark. Pertinent. She was talking about um, Spring Street on Broadway, I believe, when she talked about this. Not a clue. It just sounds like something. Important. Important. One of those. One of those words. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Okay, number four. Summer of blank. Maybe I can make that work. And they ended up doing it, and then they played it for him and his reaction. My, paper, my, my favorite part of that is when he says, this is, sto- this is so stupid, I can't believe I'm a part of this. Oh, I definitely know this one. Yes, this is Fitzpatrick. Yes, John Fitzpatrick, summer of 69. Yes, and he's talking about Kirkjian saying, this is so stupid, I can't believe I'm part of this. Yeah, the jingle, summer yeah. of 69. Yep, about yes. grapefruit juice for 369, I believe. Mm-hmm. Number five, I looked him dead in the eye while he was answering my first question. And I would say about 15, 20 seconds into him answering the question, I began to I notice, yeah, me too. I began to notice that I, the blank, 
was not paying attention to the answer that he was giving because he was so locked into my eyes. Yes, this is David this Aldridge is talking DA, about Bill Clinton. Bill yeah. Clinton, and he uh-huh. noticed that I, the interviewer. Yeah, interviewer, journalist, reporter, it's one of those. I can't remember exactly. I think it was Probably interviewer. interviewer. Yep. yep, that's a good one. That is a good one. That's that, a great that's moment a if you have not heard story. that episode. Yes. That's, that story is one of my all-time favorites that's been told on this podcast. And we've told a bunch of good ones, I yeah. think, yeah. and other people have too. So we should go, um, once this quiz is over, should go back and mm-hmm. I should identify identify the number the episode numbers that these were in. Okay. If you know that, sure. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, I don't know it. I'd have to look it up. Okay. okay. Number six. It's funny because my brother Kenny, he's a pretty good guitar player, and I always thought he was dumb as a box of blank growing up. <laughs> this is, I think this is Sean Morrissey, isn't it? Sean Morrissey, I think. Yeah. Dumb a box of rocks? That must be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. I, I kind of remember that, but I think it's Sean Morrissey. Well, they were talking about a jingle they did together, the two of them. I don't remember him saying that, and I don't remember that's his brother's name. So, but yeah, that's either. that's my that was my first inclination. Okay, number seven. There was this blank streak across the sky. It's really funny. I have to laugh at myself as I look back at it, but I literally started clapping. I have no idea. Uh, I I'm stumped on this one. Let me think about this. There was this blank streak across the sky. It's really funny. I have to laugh at myself as I look back at it, but I literally started clapping. Oh, um. Isn't this Aldridge again? That would be. Uh, no, I have no idea. I, I've, I cannot recall and say where I've ever heard that sentence in my entire life. <laughs> okay, let's come back to that. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to get that wrong. We don't go back. Sometimes we do, don't we? No, we we don't. Okay, well, let's just stay here then, because I'm not ready to fold up. I don't have any idea. I can't even give you any hints. I have no idea. That's true. You can't give me any hints if you don't. I am terrible at this. You can't give me hints if you don't know the answer. (laughs) I suppose you Um, could, but Let me see. It was somebody that was on our podcast that we interviewed. (laughs) Okay. Um, They said these words to us as we were listening to them. We were really listening. We don't remember. (laughs) Um, let me see what else I can think of. Um, the person started clapping. Uh huh. Um, they're a person. Um, something ha- something happened that was funny. Let's let's try to fill in the blank. There was this blank streak across the sky. Um. What in the world could that be? Pink. What? I don't know. Pink streak, like a sunset or something. <laughs> I feel Not like I, I think I'm getting this mixed up with something that was said on the TK show, which is why I'm um, guessing David Aldridge. I literally started clapping. I have no idea okay. what this could be about. I guess we're going to have to move on, but I think it's David Aldridge. I'm going to say your brother, your stepbrother is who it is. <gasps> oh, no. You're right. You're so <laughs> right. <laughs> I totally listened to you, Tim. I really listened to you. I was I was really trying to let you come around to that, but I was like, no, nah, I don't think this is going to be double up with Aldridge. Wait a it minute. Might be. You said this was, you said this, you didn't know this one. 
That would I'm, that's my guess is what I'm saying. I'm, yes. I was letting you try to come around to it yes. before I had to say it's probably somebody that's related to you. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking, well, he's not going to double up with another Aldridge. But now I totally remember it's it him was at, the Aurora. At the South Pole. Yes, it was the yes. Aurora Borealis. <laughs> there was this. He was at the. Yes, I totally remember yes, the story. I remember now. this now. Yep. And mm-hmm. he's and he's all by himself, and he's clapping because he's like, "This is so beautiful." Yes. Um. <laughs> Green. I listen. At least I listen to you, Tim. <laughs> Green streak. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight. The only saving grace about that is that Tim's leaving for Antarctica, so I don't think he's going to have time. He to won't even to hear this. Yeah. 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 Okay. Number eight. The big draw for that show was when Tony would have ha- would have his blank with Dan the Duke Davis, who was the really sort of serious, stentorian toned announcer for ESPN out of Bristol. Now, who would have said this? Um, I'm going to say Bonnie said this. Um, because she's talking about ESPN out of Bristol. Are they? Are they talking about the ESPN radio show that when Dan the Duke Davis did the news? I have no idea. Tony would have his fight with Dan the Duke Davis, his his disagreement, his, you know who Dan the Duke Davis is. Yes. I have never heard that version of this show, though. Oh, yeah. He used to come on and do the news, and Tony would always interrupt him. I don't think this was Bonnie. Okay. Was it Brad? I'm trying to think of people who would have said, who would have been listening yeah. to stuff back in. It might have been. I said, uh, if we go through this quiz and Bonnie's not in here, me and Bob going to have to have a conversation. That's true. Um, I think this was maybe Shad. Ah, that could be, yeah. Maybe that's, sh- that's a good call. Maybe Shad. Yeah, I was trying to think of people or- who would have been around from the beginning of like before Tony was doing shows that the shows that I listen to like before PTI and stuff. Yeah. So Shad could, Shad's a good answer to that. Well, thing. I was thinking it could be John Fitzpatrick who has also listened for a long long time, but he's already been mentioned. So I'm going to go with Shad. I'm going with Bonnie. Okay. Number 9. Mhm. So I was actually born in blank, but I think I'm still allowed to be president. <sighs> mm. Who was this born outside of the country? Brad no, I don't. I think Brad is from New York area. Okay. No, um, I don't know. I can't remember. Yes, he's from New York. Luke? Yes. Luke. I think he was born in Hawaii. He was born in Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a funny line. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> we could be completely wrong, but that's what I'm going with. No, because I think we were talking about with Luke. Getting him to be president. It was right around the election time. Maybe I'm wrong. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, number 10. Young stat. I would eat them. Uh, let, me re- let me start over. Number 10. <laughs> You're going to eat the stats? <laughs> number 10. I would eat them. I mean, listen, I'm pro-cookie. Tolerance. I'm pro-donut. I'm pro-cookie. So hell yeah, I'd go for those bad boys. Now is the blank on the inside? Now is the blank on the inside or it is the cookie part? Or is this it is the cookie? This is Shad. This is 100% Shad. So I'm 
I'm sticking with Bonnie You're on number sticking eight. Sticking with Bonnie, okay. Um, so this is Shad. What is the fill in the blank? Now is the now is the blank on the inside, or is it the cookie part? The now the cream on the inside. Um, we must have been talking about some kind of flavored Oreos, some you know abomination mm-hmm. combination, Obama oh. com- Obama combination. Um, yeah, yeah. So what we what were. Will we have been talking about at that point, like candy corn, Oreos, cherry cola, cherry cola maybe. So now is the cherry cola on the inside or is it the cookie part? Yeah, let's go with cherry cola. Oh yeah. Um, number eight is you're gonna go with Bonnie. Yes. I have no idea. I could be wrong about every one of these. Are we ready? Is that all of them? Yeah, that's it. All right. Give us the answer. Oh, look at this. He's given us the actual episode numbers. So <laughs> there we go. Number nice. one, we got right. Robert Berg, episode 41. Um, missing, what are the rest of those numbers after it? That's the date that that was on, May 26, 2017. Nice. Missing word was bet. So I said bet. You thought mm-hmm. he was going to say wager. I said bet or wager. Yep. Either one. Yeah, I said bit first. Yeah. So. We got that. Got that one. Number two, Gary. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, in some, there's some. Oh, because of the fantasy football deep dives, Robert Berg has, by a significant margin, been the most frequent guest on the SOT podcast, appearing in at least 10 episodes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's true. Nice, he definitely yes. has. Number two, Gary Braun. Episode 52, August 11th, 2017, the missing word was obscure. So the quote, oh. the quote was, I, I always said I don't want to be rich and famous. I want to be rich and obscure. I don't need the adulation. Nice. That's, you got that one. You got, the, you got Gary. I, I, I did not. I definitely didn't get obscure, but I was close. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Liz Clark was the answer to number three, episode 62. Missing word was essential. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of those synonyms. I do believe that it's essential to every living being to be madly in love with something at every age in your life. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Actually, I agree with all these quotes except for maybe (laughs) Rob's so far. Yeah, Rob's. We should probably reread that quote from Rob. (laughs) With the word in there. (laughs) So I ended up paying my friend to have sex. So I don't know if that's any form of prostitution prostitution, because it was a bet. Let's clarify that he did not mean with him. Yes, he did not mean with him. It was a bet, and it was a dollar. So it's go listen to that episode. Yes, episode forty-one. Yeah, I'm going to just get myself in more trouble by by keep trying to (laughs) explain that. Um, Number four was John John Fitzpatrick, episode Mm -hmm. seventeen. The missing word was actually a missing number (laughs) sixty-nine. John discusses okay. the creation of grapefruit juice for 369 and Ch- Tim Kirkchen's reaction to the same. Yeah, we nailed that one. We're doing good so far. Oh, you, I was wrong. Okay, I was right, but I was... Okay, number five, David Aldridge, episode mm-hmm. 73. Missing word was reporter, and I was so sure it was interviewer. Yeah. And you but said we, we reporter. said reporter, yeah. We said now, reporter. here's the quote again. I looked him dead in the eye while he was answering my first question, and I would say about 15, 20 seconds into answering the question, I began to notice that I, the reporter, was not paying attention to the answer that he was giving because he was so locked into my eyes. Yes. Great story, episode 73, and um, here's what Bob says. DA's recounting of his interview with Bill Clinton is really one of the best do-we-have-a-guest moments on the podcast. I'd agree. It was great. Yes, as we said. Yes, totally. 
they're all great, but th- that's that story is one of the best stories ever told on this podcast. Absolutely. It was really a good one. Oh, we totally were wrong about Sean Morrissey. The answer was Joe Arrow for number I six. I knew it didn't sound right, and I, but I couldn't think of anybody else who had a brother that played guitar. So here's the quote. It's funny because my brother Kenny, he's a pretty good guitar player, and I always thought he was dumb as a box of rocks growing up. Mm-hmm. And, I'm sorry, dumb as a box of bricks. The answer was bricks, not rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I couldn't think of anybody else, but I know Sean's brother is not named Kenny. His brother's named Connor or something like yes. that. I mean, I follow the guy on Twitter. So yes, I'm, yes. So yeah, so sorry, Sean and Sean's brother. Yes, sorry to both of you. <laughs> Joe Arrow was the answer, episode 31. And yes. um, Bob saying, the great Joe Arrow in the middle of his lament that he has no musical talent. <laughs> yeah, that was Okay, now I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's from way back. March 17th, 2017. That's one of the older ones on here. Yeah. Number seven... <laughs> My stepbrother, Tim Ager, <laughs> episode 92. Possibly Tim Anger now, if he hears this. Oh, I, I, he probably would not be surprised to hear this. Nah, he, I'm going to say he probably doesn't care. Episode 92 from July 13th of this year. The mm. missing word was green. Okay. So I got the missing word right once. Yes. I got, you reminded me that it was my stepbrother. <laughs> Somebody related to you <laughs> that you just saw with fajitas. That's right. He brought you fajita fixes and you couldn't even remember Well, his no, I wasn't there. So if he would have brought me the fixes, maybe oh, I'd remember Oh, okay. Quote. This is shade for not, not bringing you fajita yeah, fixes. Yeah, that's this right. That's what I'm getting. Okay. okay, so here's the quote. There was this green streak across the sky. It's really funny. I have to laugh at myself as I look back at it, but I literally started clapping. And I totally remember that oh, story. absolutely. After I would, after I let you go on about, yes. Who did you think it was Aldridge? Oh man! So Bob says another great story, by the way. Yes, that, the, that whole that whole interview, several great stories in there. So I would definitely listen. I would listen to all these. Well, yeah, and I was thinking that if you'd put anything with Tim Ager in there, it would be about the um, three hundred club stuff. But yeah, see, I was wrong. Um, KJ's stepbrother describes his reaction to seeing the auroras in Antarctica for the first time. Yeah, awesome. Number eight. Uh, <laughs> I think we did guess this, but we didn't go with it. You went with Bonnie. The uh-huh. answer is Brad Weiss, episode six. Guess. Brad Weiss, episode six. Six. He was our is first. Is that the earliest guest. one on here? Yes. Yeah. We okay. should have known this. Okay, let me go back. Um, Nine twenty four, twenty sixteen. The missing word was banter. Let's go back to number eight, the banter. Here, I'll read the quote. The big draw for that show was when Tony would have his banter with Dan the Duke Davis, who was the really who was the really sort of serious, stentorian-toned announcer for ESPN out of, Bris- out of Bristol. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what Bob says. There were a lot of great quotes from this interview, but I could not pass up this description of an early iteration yeah. of the TK show because of Professor Weiss's pedantic use of the word stentorian. That is 100% why my second guess was Brad. Yes. It's because of Stentorian. And we yes. should have stuck with that because Stentorian, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, number nine was Luke Overby, episode 12. Mm-hmm. Missing word was Portugal, not Hawaii. Yes. yes, we were wrong on that. We got, we got him. We missed where he was born. And Sorry, he Luke. said, so I was actually born in Portugal, but I think I'm still allowed to be president. Oh, dear yeah. Lord, please, please let me get that Brad Weiss actually was born in New York. <laughs> I swear I swear we were just texting about where where he was born. I I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my memory. Okay. Welcome to the club. Number 10. Here's the quote. 
I will put in the missing word. Sure. Oh, you nailed that one. We got this one exactly right. I would eat them. I mean, listen, I'm pro-cookie. I'm pro-donut. I'm pro-cookie, so hell yeah, I'd go for those bad boys. Now, can... <laughs> now is the cherry cola on the inside, or is, the, is it the cookie part? I can totally hear him saying that, even if I didn't remember that he said yes. that. It's one of those. Yeah. That is totally, exactly so, like how Shad talks. And it, and it is Shad Eward, episode 85, May 11th, mm-hmm. 2018. Missing word was cherry cola. And here's what Bob says. Shad, perhaps a bit hungry after his articulate dissertation on <laughs> cannabis, discusses his thoughts on flavored Oreos. Yes. So and to be fair, we asked well. him about the flavored Oreos. Yeah, he we didn't just like yes. randomly bust into correct, quotes about correct. Oreos. He, no. That was fun. And you know what? I got all of them except for my family member. And um, Brad Weiss. <laughs> and Brad. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe. <laughs> and Joe. Okay, so seven out of ten is not keep bad. Going? <laughs> no, that's it. We got all of them. A hundred percent. That was a good quiz. <laughs> that was a good quiz. Thanks, yeah. quiz. Thanks, Bob. Thanks as always, Bob, for putting the time in to do this and putting up with our nonsense of us giving you a hard time. Yeah, you know, if he, he he said it was a labor of love. He went back and listened to them. Yeah. <laughs> that deserves something at least special it was, right yeah, there to go back absolutely, and listen to those. But I, I will at least say this. He didn't have to go back and listen to us talking mostly. Right, go back and listen Most to the Most of these interviews. are the actual people on this list talking, which, you know, definitely go back and listen to those. See, that's why, why we I, do the time codes. Exactly. Just skip through our nonsense and you can listen to these guys again. And yeah, thanks for putting those. If you haven't heard those... these interviews, they're all, they're all. Yes. Anybody who's been on the show and talked about, you know, when they started out listening to the TK show, that's kind of how we started because that's kind of how this started was let's recap how we started, you know, how we got connected with the Tony Kornheiser show and how we branched off from that, you know, and be in our own like little community and, and even beyond that. And then it went to, um, it spread to the people that were on that are on Tony's show, and then it became, you know, just tell us about your life and things that are interesting. And so it's it's been it's been very interesting. Yes, yeah, it's and I also appreciate that he. <laughs> I just said wait. I just said our podcast has been very interesting. Yeah, well, we know we know you're talking about the guests. Yes, and thank you, Bob, for saving me some work um, uh, by listing the episode numbers in there. Yes, fantastic. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Hello, fine human beings. And I do mean fine. You know, like, as in just average, good, decent, hardworking folks. Thanks for listening to our podcast and for putting up with us. We really appreciate it. Although, we don't really know if you're actually listening or if you're just downloading it. We hope you're listening, but, you know, if you're not, keep on downloading. And if you're listening, keep on listening. If you'd like to send us feedback, it's at SpeakTangents on Twitter. Or, speaking of tangents podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear anything you have to say. You know, if you'd like to leave us a review on iTunes, that'd be awesome, too. We're still not sure what that does, but, you know, let's face it. We're still not sure what most of anything in the world does. And, you know, it's not always a bad place to be. They say ignorance is bliss. Then what is stupidity? Ah, I probably wouldn't remember if you told me.
Do we have any feedback besides your brother calling you on the phone right now to talk about <laughs> forgetting him? Yes, we do have some feedback, and let's get to that so I can ignore this phone call coming in. Sounds great. <laughs> um, so, again, we're recording this early in the week. So we'll, we'll ju- I'll just read a few of the early feedback from the week. Yeah, this is, you know, if you really want to, I don't know why, but if you really want to have your feedback read on the show, listen to the podcast when it comes out as soon as you can and get on that feedback. That's right. And then right. we will get you in early. Okay, so John Miller at JKM563, I think he tweeted this way early, like an hour after the episode dropped. It dropped, nice. as they say in the biz. Nice. John Miller. To celebrate the return of SOT, wearing my good is up, listening to the return of the podcast while out walking. And then he included a picture of his, basically, just his shirt. Good is up. And I I saw his chin, but that was it. So I think it was John. He said Ah, it was John. This could be an imposter situation then. It could be. He could have just pulled something, one of the many, 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 if you Google image shirt, search good is up shirts. Right. I mean. There's They're thousands there. and millions of them out there, yeah. And speaking of shirts and good is up, mm-hmm. you, like you said, it could be an imposter. Well, I'm going to read this tweet from Jeff Turner at Turner underscore Storm. Cool. So glad you are back. I love my good is up shirt. Super comfortable, and I can wear it to work around to work or around town. I get good feedback on the shirt. On a sad note, someone stole. My SOT sticker. I made it into a car magnet. Come on, man. Yes, 100%. Come on, man. We need to get him another sticker. So I, I imagine that he'll, if he, you know, checks his mailbox by now, he might see Ooh. something in there. But Ooh. Can <laughs> very you, good, interns. Yeah. Can you believe that, though? So we're talking about, you're That's talking great. about an imposter. Now, we know it wasn't John Miller because it's not a stolen T-shirt. It was a stolen sticker. Right. But who's right. going to steal that, really? I mean, I wouldn't steal it. No. I mean, I wouldn't steal anything, but I'm definitely not stealing that. It's a cool-looking sticker, though. Well, it is. Shout out to Robert Colpine. Say that again? Shout out to Robert Colpine, yes. who handles all our merchandise. Absolutely. The Swagmaster. Uh, Swagmaster, yes. Okay. Thanks, Jeff, for a great you know endorsement of the shirt. Yeah, it's super comfortable, he says. Yes. He can wear it to work. People ask about it. Yeah. If or you use code Turner Storm, you get 10% off if you can find a place that actually put in a code and order this, since we don't have a website. That's anymore. right. Uh, but we do, do we, have wait, a few t-shirts left. Do we have any shirts left? Yeah. Yeah. So if you like a shirt, what should they do? They're all, um, they can DM us or email us, email us sure. at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. There you go. They're all double X's that are left. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, John Fitzpatrick at FitzJohnP. Irony alert with two little sirens bracketing <laughs> ironing alert. Siren Yes, emojis. I saw this. This is a good one. Host of podcasts, partly about stuff going on in his life, laments the social medialization of everything. Now, ava- now available in the iTunes store or wherever you get podcasts. Man, John taking shots at you. Wow. Yes, definitely. Can you well, hear that insane noise outside my window? What's that? I don't know if this is picking up on it. Can you hear that insane noise outside no, my I window? No, I can't. They're like... I don't know what they're doing. They're like tearing the road up. It sounds like they're, hold on. They're cutting trees down and like chipping them up in a wood chipper. <laughs> it sounds crazy. Is it the Fargo like wood loud. chipper? It does look like that. Yeah. It's like an industrial. It's actually bigger than that. Did you know that the 
if you know this, I don't know why you'd know this, but did you know that the Fargo wood chipper, the wood chipper from that movie, sits in like the city hall or council or some building in Fargo? That no, I did not know that. But if you would have said guess where it is, I would say it's somewhere in Fargo, like the government building in Fargo. Yeah, yeah. and you can yeah. go in and take your picture with the wood chipper. <laughs> Does it have like the fake? Steve yes, I think, out yes, I believe it does. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's, that makes it the prop. So, I, I mean, I'm assuming that's is not his real foot because I've seen him, you know, in other stuff he, since we've then. seen he him recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does appear to have both limbs intact. Otherwise, I would say, I mean, how, how can they do that? It, it's obviously a real leg and a real foot. Yeah. <laughs> so, irony alert. Um, yes. yes. I love that tweet. It was great. And yeah, he was, he is throwing shade at me. I mean, he's just using the. Well, I mean, of course. Yeah. I mean, we were both actually lamenting that, but I think you got it started. So you get to take the shade or however you, however you describe that. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to move on. Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt. The baby shower scam. Three exclamation points. Jason, that's ingenious. I wish I had thought of it years (laughs) ago. I can only imagine what I could have done with all those small clothes, bibs, and diapers. Oh, and rattles. What a treasure yes. trove it would have been. <laughs> yes. I, 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 I know that he's joking that it, uh, yes. ingenious. I'm glad somebody got that. I hope other people called yeah. on to that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the entire point of. That it was. Why would you do a scam to get a bunch of like baby car seats and strollers? Exactly. And why, and why, yes, exactly. And my point was that would never work because you know these people. But no, it doesn't matter even if it didn't I know, work. I know. Because why do you want a bunch want of baby that? stuff? What are you going to do with that if you don't have a baby? Well, if you have a baby, it's a great scam. It's not a scam if you actually have a baby. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to go through the work of putting on the baby shower. You scam the other people. You don't put on your own baby shower. No, I know. <laughs> but you don't have to sit through the baby shower. I didn't sit through the baby shower anyway. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, moving on. That's a that's a that's a Deanna thing. That's a Jason's wife thing. Uh, I am I, I'm not going to talk about baby showers other than the fact that can we stop playing those games? Can we stop oh. playing the baby shower games, please? Oh, like the one where you put like a food in a diaper and you have to smell it to, with a blindfold to guess what it is <laughs> to find out what candy bar it is. Yeah, yeah, no. Give me a break with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of showers in general. Oh, well. Um, (laughs) never mind i was wondering who was smelling on the on the metro that day we went to the museum together (laughs) okay jen babish at j babs sports chick the twin season could have been worse kj it it could have been the orioles okay Mm. before i read the rest of her tweet Mm. i'll comment on this part first yeah it could have been way worse i mean the orioles had i think over 100 losses this year Ooh, they were the worst team Mm. in the league but when I brought this up last week about the Twins, it was not to complain about how bad their season was. It was to report how bad my prediction of their season was. There you go. Okay. So, and then the second part of her tweet. <laughs> also, I may have gone back into the stadium before with an extra ticket to get two Manny Machado garden gnomes. Yes. So this was our yes. whole question. Yes. And you said, well, what if I go and have 50, I got 50 tickets. What if I put 50 mustaches on and go mm-hmm. to different, you know, but she's yes. saying all you have to do later, we talked about this in, in Twitter, on Twitter, 
She just went to two different gates, which makes total sense. Yes. So that that you look at the number of gates per stadium that you can enter on mm-hmm. that particular day, mm-hmm. and that divides your number of disguises you need by that number because you use the disguise for each gate Yeah. once, and then you change disguises and do the whole thing again. She actually went back to her vehicle in the parking lot in order to put the, the gnome in to go get the next one. I th- See, I think you, you could do duffel bag and make it work where it's, you know, you could cut down on some of your time and be more efficient. Young Stats is on this, by the way. Yeah, I was, I was confused why she went back to her car. It took her 20 to 25 minutes to go back to her car and, and then back to the stadium. Yeah, so, well, see, we're, we're, we're tracking down her 40 times and kind of factoring that in to okay. see, you know, oh, her I'd walking like to speed know. and all that stuff. Yeah, I'd like to know we're that. Gonna, but There will be an answer for this. Jen, I think you can just put it in a bag. Now, I know that they like to search bags, but I don't think they get really down and deep and say, hey, you already got this garden gnome, but maybe they would. I don't think they're going to care. No. We always bring a bag into the stadium. In fact, one time we had our salad dressing confiscated, so we are we are bag ladies when we go to the stadium. <laughs> Why did they s- Why? salad dressing? Because it was a liquid over a certain number of ounces. Yeah, like it was a, it was homemade thing. salad dressing that we brought in, and I've hesitated. Okay, I've hesitated that, that, to tell okay. the story because I don't want to hear it from everybody. What are you doing, bringing salad dressing into a ballpark? What you? Why aren't homemade you getting salad dressing? Why aren't you getting hot dogs? <laughs> yes, we are. We <laughs> we're true fans. We we bring our bespoke salad dressing into our. Our, our baseball game. Yes, because I, I cannot, I cannot eat the, the ballpark food very often, or I'm sick. So sometimes we brought our own salad dressing in. Yes, it has to be organic and sourced with an artisanal flavor. Exactly, balsamic vinegar and olive oil. And we go to that same gate, and the lady always—I mean, we've brought it in probably. At least five times before that. Oh, no. And this time the lady took it away from us. And the same lady? No, it was a different lady. She's very into oh. her job, very, very serious about the Maybe job. Maybe she just didn't like salad dressing. She might not. She might have been, who are these fools bringing in salad dressing? Go get a hot dog and shut up. That's what this lady thinks. You are not doing yourselves any favor with artisanal homemade salad dressing at the baseball game. But she did let Maybe us. She's trying to be like, okay, I'm going to help you out a little bit and make you let, make you more cool. By getting rid of this. <laughs> Absolutely, as we sit up there in the in our seats and pour our salad dressing on, it's really lovely. <laughs> do you have your Do you have your your red or white wine with that salad? <laughs> which Which solicit or were you in the solicit seats? No. Red or white, red or white wine does not work with the the. It's got sugar in it, so we would just have water. Oh, okay. So it you know conflicts with the palate of the yes. balsamic vinegar in the salad. Dressing. We're gonna have to cut this whole section out. It has a hint of oak. <laughs> so anyway, I know that you can bring things in bags. Sometimes they will take them away. Okay. Like salad dressing. But she did let us put the salad dressing on the salad before we went in. Oh, okay. So, so wait a minute. I thought the point of not having liquids is that like you could have like some sort of liquid explosive or something. No, no. It's because it was in a salad. It was in a, I don't know why. We usually put it in a plastic container. It was in a glass container. Okay. And they didn't want you throwing it. Right. That makes sense. But we bring our salads in a glass container and they never take that glass container. It's like you're not able, maybe young Statman can get on um, a you know, a scientific, a mathematical equation for this. If you bring a rectangular glass case that holds 
salad, can you not throw it? Will it not reach the field from yeah. the third deck? Is that why? You actually have more surface area to hit somebody with. Yeah. So the they don't take right that there. away. Geometry. But they take yeah, away the glass bottle. So anyway, we're leaving. This is, this is my whole point of the TSA and all this, these rules. Of, Absolutely. They have rules that make no sense and the stuff that they miss stuff and they don't always enforce stuff the same. And it's just. Yeah. 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 So but then when we were leaving the when we were leaving the park, we went out the same gate and we saw our salad dressing sitting there in the list of. In the area where they comp- all the confiscated items, including water bottles that are full of water, you're not supposed to do that. I asked the lady when I left, "Can we have our salad dressing back?" She said, "No." <laughs> well, maybe she didn't know if it was your salad dressing. No, she knew. She your... recognized it. She recognized oh, okay. this because she said, uh, "Again, I'm sorry about that." Because <laughs> it was two ladies, one lady, and the lady that two ladies, one lady searching the bag, and then the lady taking the ticket. The lady taking the ticket mm. recognizes us every time. She knows but us. The, but the back search lady was a different person. Right. And she's the one that took the salad dressing away. So basically you were getting special favors, special treatment from the other lady. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we talked to the lady that likes us and she would not. She said, no, you can't have it back. Mm. <laughs> rules are rules. Yep. We saw it there. So anyway, we lost In our In the bottle. back of her mind, she's saying, I'm trying to save you from this, you know, homemade salad dressing. Please. No. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do this. Trying to save you from, from being... Uh, from looking, from being uncool. uncool. Yes. <laughs> which is, which is, you know, very important. I'm very comfortable Atom, with Atomalist. myself. I'm very yes, comfortable. Of course. I don't care. I want, if that I want to bring cool. salad, I'm going to eat my salad. Yes. But um, back to the, back to the Jen Babish. What, what segment is this? <laughs> feedback. Back to Jen Babish going into separate <laughs> gates. I must say, yes. I am really, once she said that, I'm so disappointed because, you know, we went, that's the game where we had the swag hats. Yeah. So we had, I actually had four tickets on my phone. Yes. Four free ones that twins gave us as part of a promotion. And we could not find anyone on short notice. The twins give you these tickets like two days before the event. Oh, you want free mm-hmm. tickets? Yeah. You can't find anybody to go with us. So we well, have they're not going to give away tickets until they absolutely ab- know they're That's right. So we have two extra tickets. And because we were we had reservations at the ballpark restaurant, and we did not bring our own salad dressing, thank you very much, because we got ballpark food on the last day of the year. But because we had t- we had reservations, did you eat a salad? No, I didn't. I had okay, um, a burger, a big old hamburger with now big, we're talking big buns, gluten filled buns. It was outstanding. But anyway, we was were it running a sesame late. Seed crust. No, but we were running late for this reservation. So I didn't even occur to me that I could go back and get two more hats at different gates. You should have talked to me. Hats. These hats mm. are so warm. Yes. You could have given them as Christmas presents. Absolutely. So it yes. was really, really dumb of me. I could have had a twins hat. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm disappointed because I just thought of that. I know. I'm disappointed too. I'm sorry I failed you. Yes, well, I mean, I'm used to it. Okay. Um, not from you, never. <laughs> that came out wrong. Well, that's, well, I mean. Could, Actually, that came out wrong in all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should probably. What I'm saying is, it's cool. Okay, all right. Um, Eric Barnes at Eric Barnes, E-R-I-C. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's, and I wonder he, where he got that Twitter handle from. He alerted us to a tweet from Hershey PA at Hershey PA. Mm-hmm. Hershey PA says, you must give the hashtag pumpkin treatments a try. The hashtag pumpkin spice collection is new at hashtag melt spa by Hershey. 
and the hashtag chocolate spa's favorite fall-inspired treatments are back. Hashtag Hershey PA, hashtag relax, hashtag spa, hashtag fall. I don't think this is real. So to clarify, when I first read that tweet, I thought it was Hershey. You know, you think of Hershey, you think of Hershey's chocolate. At least I do. That's exactly what I think it is. But this appears to be some sort of spa treatment where you put pumpkin spice or chocolate facials. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but maybe there's something positively magical about a chocolate facial, but I think I'd have a hard time trying not to lick my face if I had See, one I of don't, these. I don't like pump. I don't like any... I don't like any of this stuff that we're talking about right now. <laughs> so, well, I like chocolate. I'm out. And I don't mind pumpkin, but I don't want it on my face. Nope. Me either. But I think Jenny Robbins responded that she's had a pumpkin facial, so maybe it's not fake. And she said it was nice. I just don't know if... I'm not saying that it's... I'm sure that there's pumpkin spice spa treatments out there everywhere because it's everything is pumpkin spice and it like pulls people in even if it's dumb. Um, and I will say this, there are, if you like pumpkin spice, the drinks and the mm-hmm. coffee and the, all that stuff, the lattes, mm-hmm. that's totally fine. I don't like pumpkin spice, so it's not my thing. But if you like pumpkin spice in a food that you eat, go for it. It's this overwhelming outpouring of pumpkin spice stuff uh, yes, that is exactly. both the food and outside of the realm of food that happens in October that it makes me just roll my eyes. So. Yeah, well, and the fact that they're calling it a fall-inspired spa, yeah. fall-inspired treatment. If, if you're a spa person, you're a spa person. You don't need to be inspired by fall, do you? But it might bring new customers in. Okay. It might bring in people who are like, oh, pumpkin spice. I like pumpkin spice everything, so I got to try pumpkin spice everything. Okay. It's marketing. It's, yeah. a, it's a marketing, it's a gimmick is what I think of it. It, it, it See, seems like it, yes. Yeah, but my thing is I don't know, since it's Hershey, Pennsylvania, which is where Hershey chocolate and all that the company yes. started, I'm, I'm assuming. I think I so, yes. So is this a tweet from Hershey, like the company in Pennsylvania, or is this from the actual city slash town of Hershey, Pennsylvania? Oh, I don't know. It's just Hershey, PA. See, so that's what makes me think it could be this is... It might not be from the company. I, no, I'm thinking it actually might be from the company. It's either from the company as a like a joke, sort of. Uh-huh. Because, I mean... People like to get clever and cute on social media, which fine, do that. Um, or it's from the town of Hershey, PA, and it's an actual spa. That's also sort of a gimmick because it's in the home of chocolate, basically, in America. Well, yeah, it's sense. called Melt Spa. Yeah. Melt your chocolate and put it on your face. Yeah, by Hershey. Which yes. I don't think that's Hershey, Pennsylvania. I think that's Hershey, Hershey the company. Candy. Yeah. So I'm, my thought is, is this a... Is this an inside joke on Twitter that the Hershey company likes to joke about having a spa, an actual, they joke about it because it's like, you know, who would do this? Or is this a real thing that they run at their headquarters? I'm going to go with the latter. You're probably right. Okay. So I'm not interested in this, but if anybody else wants it and likes it, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not 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 a a spa spa person. person. I'm not a pumpkin spice person. This is the world's collide of two things that... I am the opposite Venn diagram of. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. But and if you like it, knock yourself out. And finally, Kim Wilson at Kim Wills 33. Uh-huh. After this week's episode of Speaking of Tangents, I also expect the full breakdown of the Michigan Tech hockey season from Jason. 
Absolutely. Oh, no. We, we are all things Michigan Tech here now. <laughs> we are? Well, the the royal we, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how is what, this any different than, than um, Midwest bias? It's Michigan. You're, you're total. How come no one cares about my twins recaps, but everyone wants to know about Michigan Tech football and hockey? Because Michigan Tech has Steel Fortress. Okay. And I'm sure they have some, and Glacier Wallington. And I'm sure they have some other awesome hockey player names. Okay. So what do you, do you have any update? What happened with Michigan Tech football this week? Yes, they they turned it around this weekend. I think Olson heard my my. Um, I think he listened to the podcast. He was inspired. And he was like, "Yeah, I got to get my act together, and we got to get this team in, you know, going a different direction." After the four losses in a row, they won a conference game this weekend. Wayne State came to town and they beat them twenty three to twenty. It was Hall of Fame weekend. Every day, everybody did pretty good. You know, go look at the box score if you want. But now one in four in conference for a two hundred percent winning percentage. 200% winning percentage? Sure. 0.2 winning percentage? 20%. <laughs> Which is math. Point two, zero, yes. <laughs> I'd never excelled at math. So they're on a winning streak. One in a row. One in a row. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so looking good. That's your recap for Michigan Tech this week. And by the way, James Cunningham, who thinks that we don't listen to these games or follow this really, well, I even know the fight song. <laughs> Are you going to sing it for us now? I'll save that for a later day. Okay. I will say that the first line is fight tech, fight engineers, um, which is just, I mean. Fight tech, fight engineers? Yes. How are you going to top that? So. Oh, yeah, exactly. Does your, does, your, does your school fight song have engineers in the title or in the lyrics? <laughs> are you asking me or are you talking to James? I'm just talking about the royal we Oh, again. okay. I'm not singling anybody out. In, in, defense of, in defense of James, I think I'm the one that brought up whether or not you actually listen to these games. Oh, you're questioning me, huh? Um, I, no, <laughs> I don't question the fact that you absolutely know what's happening. I think you do. He said that you can't, you have more knowledge than a box score will give you. And I agree yes. with that. You definitely do. Yes. But there are also things called online highlights that you could look up. There are, yes. you could do research. It doesn't mean that you're actually sitting there listening to the stream of the football game. That was my point. Yeah, it's on there. It's on, there's a website. It's the local, whatever the local radio station is. I've looked it up. And yes, you just go to the, you just, if you search Michigan Tech football, you know, um, broadcast, uh-huh. it will take you to the, one of those links in there uh, is the, this is how I found it. Yes. You go and you click on the thing and it sends you to their the radio, local radio station website. They, they do everything. They do like the hockey. So yeah, we'll be yeah. into that too. So yes, the definitely ho- on the hockey. The Hall of Famers, um, you know, where she's a Hall of Fame hockey athlete, they yes. do that online too. You can, and not just listen to the broadcast, you can watch the game. It's, you know, this not high quality video, but you can do it for everything. That's a D2 school as well. You can yes. listen to all their sports. Yeah. The internet is great for this kind of stuff. Yeah. And here's the other thing. I mean, we're, we're, I'm 100% in on Michigan Tech. I'm all in. I know what Glacier's brother and sister's names are. Are you going to tell us? We know where he went to high school. We've seen his highlights from high school. Who was we? The royal we. <laughs> God. Okay. Me and, me and Young Stats have looked this stuff up. We yeah. know what's going on. And I, there's no doubt in my mind that Michigan Tech or something related to the Huskies will be on the upcoming DKE album. 
this is um there's got to be something otherwise you guys would not be paying that much attention to michigan tech i don't understand it's all because of steel fortress so you should give jen babish credit last week you said you've been a member a fan for since birth I really think it's because mm-hmm. Jen Babish alerted you that his name was, there was a guy on Michigan Tech named Steel Fortress. Well, if, I mean, if you and Jen would like to think that, you go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Jen thinks that. I'm just saying that's what I think. That's our Michigan Tech update <laughs> of the week. Okay. Anything else? No, I think that'll do it. Okay. <laughs> what episode number was this? This is episode 100, I believe. Okay. Bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Craft services provided by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Oh, and speaking of craft services, if you were listening really closely earlier, you would have heard me reveal our secret recipe for our special artisanal salad dressing. Or as my fantastic, wonderful, unforgettable stepbrother Tim Ager would say, artist anal. But anyway, speaking of Tim Ager, have I mentioned how fabulous Tim Ager is? Tim Ager is tops. Love you, Tim Ager. Graphics. By Jason Fuse. I love snow peas, and I love you. Bye bye.